0: Today I am talking with my friend Dave Stelma, or Stelma Shosky, if you can say all the letters and get it all pronounced, and we have been visiting for the last bit about uh, our past, our futures, our lives, our connections, and um, so Dave... I talk about leadership skills and the skills that are necessary to build a team build your organization and I know you've built teams built organizations in the past so what negative value can you impart to us today
1: Wow uh, I'm gonna I'll start out with um, my background is that I, I had a retail store back in the 90s so before the internet came to fruition, all that good stuff. We did everything by hand. I, in fact, I bought a computer. I spent 3000. My, the most exciting part was about two years into it. I spent $3,000 on this computer and, and, and there was no software for the store or anything. I bought the computer so I could make signs.
0: Signs.
1: That's it. So I could make signs that I could put on top of the racks. And that was the most exciting thing for me because I could now, I bought a cheap sign program and I did that now as far as leadership goes I with when I had that store the most important part about leadership to me was giving up all of those things that I had to do on my own because I felt going into that I thought that I was the I the only way it was gonna get done right was if I did it so if someone started doing something wrong you know just you shove them out of the way and then you just you just start doing it and it's like no no i'll i'll just do it i'll just do it you know and i had to get out of that mindset because we were a team and to to lead that team i had to become a good leader so a couple of things had to happen one i had to learn how to train people on how to do it the way that i felt that it had to be done right so and then I had to listen to their feedback. And when someone said that doesn't make sense, this is this is a much easier better way, I had to throw my ego out the door and I had to listen to them because a lot of times the people that work for you know because they're hands on, they're doing it and they're going they're going to be able to give you an easier or better way to do something. And so I had to listen to them And I had to to then take those things and then train the next people with it or train them to train those people. And so, that was really an important step that I had to do because giving up that power because we went into, I went into business because I want to have control over my income. I want to have control over my life. I I didn't want to work for someone anymore. I didn't get along. I don't do well working for people. (laughs) I just don't. I don't do well working for people because they they, I, I can see a different way and when I realized that other people could see a different way than what I was showing them or how I thought it should be done I then it opened up a whole new way for me to expand at a faster rate
0: so I love the fact that you said that you had to train people because as leaders, and I got caught up in this myself, I don't have time to train you. I can do it faster myself. Okay, you tried to do it once, it wasn't right. Let me just fix it. How do you let go of that? Because that's so hard. You have to invest so much to training somebody before you can let them go. Yeah. But then you don't have time for that because you have deadlines. Yeah. You have How do you do that?
1: You got to think long-term marathon thinking versus short-term sprint thinking. Short-term sprint thinking is let me push you out of the way. Let me just do it. Let's get it over with because I just want to go home or I want to get this done or I want to do, you know, whatever that is. You want to move on to the next, next task. Marathon thinking is long-term. If I take a half a day right now and I go through training you thoroughly and giving you the whys. Why do we do this? Why do we, you know, why do we, every little detail down, you're going to understand my thinking. I'm going to understand your thinking and taking that time, taking whatever that is. If it's a, hat, you know, four hours, five hours, if it's a day, if it's a, a weekend workshop, whatever it is that then that's going to be long term now i have someone that's invested in my company invested in my store invested in my business and then they're going to know why and then when it comes time for someone else to come in and maybe they're not doing it quite right because we, every all employees are our children <laughs> that's what they become <laughs> at least in my philosophy they become our children and so what do children do children always test their their limits a little bit so there's always gonna be that that one child that works for us that one employee that works for us that's gonna be maybe a little bit slacking on this or doing so and then the other ones all of a sudden will go hey hey hey, you can't you no 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 that's not right that's not how you do it so all of a sudden they become all of your assistant managers your assistants everything because they're looking out for Dave or they're looking out for my business they're looking out for me because I invested the time in them does that make sense
0: it does I love that because they they get it they understand yeah. your why and I and think invested they are emotionally invested in your business yeah. Yeah. and that why and why we do this I used to run into that a lot with the why and I used to call it disastering because working in the housing industry, every time a storm came through where there was damage, then we would have to contact every single apartment complex in that county. And so in Oklahoma, sometimes those storms would blow through the whole state. So we would have to call every single apartment complex that had HUD involvement in every county. And it was so exhausting and it used to irritate me because we couldn't do anything for them. We were just gathering data, and it had to be by noon the day after the event. Well, a lot of them happened late afternoon, evening, so we spent our whole morning, and I would get irritated because these people are trying to clean up this mess and get these people who are displaced into temporary housing, and I'm calling and bothering them, and finally one day, and I was always in a bad mood about it, and one day, finally, I said, why do we have to do this in this time frame? Well, that's the rule. Well, why is it the rule? Well, because they said so. Well, who said it? Come to find out it was a congressional mandate. Congress decided we had to do this. Okay, well, I could take that a whole lot better and I was not nearly as a bad mood. I just thought somebody in a position of power within our organization, not outside it, within our organization made this big, brilliant decision. No, it was Congress Okay, well, that's a whole different deal, right? So, getting to that why, and so often leaders don't tell you the why. Yep. And when you don't know that why, and they're gonna, and the employees test the limits. I love that too. I had an employee who did that all the time. She always knew a better way, which the good news is she was usually right. But she couldn't say that early on, right? We (laughs) had to get pretty far in the process. Oh, I love that. Okay. Mm. So we need to train our people, listen if they have a better way, put the ego aside. That's really hard.
1: Yeah. Uh, And it is difficult. It's difficult to do in the beginning, but you got to think big. Do you want your business to be small or do you want it to grow? Because it's 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 one it there's one or there's only two things that we do in life we're either growing or we're dying. That's it. You're either you're going up the mountain or you're coming down the mountain, and it, it, you're either growing or you're dying, and that and everything in between is really what fuels us. So, our business, if our business is growing, we have to be open to change. And especially now, oh my gosh! Okay, so back in the '90s, I have this retail store, little local retail store, right, five thousand square feet. And so it's like there, w- the technology wasn't there. But oh my gosh, we're handwriting, we're handwriting the tickets to identify things. We're doing all that stuff by hand because it was—it's the '90s. It's the early '90s. There, there was no software for me at that moment in time. Then all of a sudden. I found this software. They invented this software. This company out of of Minnesota invented this software. I was like thrilled, and so all of a sudden we we went, woo! We're like one of the big dogs. We we got the now we can get these thermal tags. We can print them off. We can do all this stuff. And it's like all of a sudden technology was there. It made our lives easier. It took me it took me probably four days to set up all the software, and then it took us oh my gosh it took us a good month or so to load everything into there because we went from handwritten receipt or handwritten um, tags to to having these, you know data into a computer and then what happens to what happens then Ooh, all of a sudden the computers die get buy new computers or they update you know windows go and what i don't know what was it back then vista or i don't know there was but windows vista then there was alone. We did his Dawes, and then was Windows, da 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 And so technology, so change is in, is one of the other constants in our lives. Change, and so be open to change. Nowadays, I'm just blown away when I do coaching with people, when I when I groups or anything. It's like you 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 have such technology, and it's free. We have Facebook that we can advertise on. We have Instagram we can advertise on, Pinterest, whatever. Those things are all free and and to do video i know people are are listening to us on a podcast but we're we're doing this via video so we can see each other in that and what what a great technology zoom and it's free so you can contact people you can talk to people you can market yourselves for free you just have to put the sweat equity in there in the beginning and when you get that technology, I know we're talking about leadership today, but when you get that technology together, now you can train your employees. You can train the people. And and in a lot of cases, now we work with virtual assistants. Right. You know, we have virtual assistant that that I work with in that, and that, and, and other people. And so now I can talk to them via Zoom and go, this is the way I think, you know, what are your thoughts? And they can, we can interject and we can see those things and it's all for free so there's no reason why people cannot start their business today except for fear that's the only thing and if and if you fear technology if you fear change that's out there then you shouldn't be in business you need to go and work for someone
0: and if i am working for someone and there is technology and i have employees who are working from home We can video conference. It doesn't have to be an email. It doesn't have to be a phone call. We can actually see each other and do a video conference as well. So oftentimes in um, various organizations I worked for over the years, uh, even before I went to work for the federal government, when new technology would come out, it was just like a crisis. Oh my gosh, we have to learn something new. I don't want to learn anything new. And I used to tease, but I really meant it wholeheartedly. As soon as I quit being part of the solution, I immediately become part of the problem and it's time for me to go. Yeah. I I need, I need to break up and and move on. And so often people get into a position and have a mindset where it comes from, I don't really know that it's going to be like this forever. And then when it doesn't turn out like that forever, they're upset mm-hmm. and disappointed. But where did we ever get in our mind that life was gonna be consistent? And yeah, unchanging? changing, no. nope. but it is. And we, we talked about this a little bit offline on, I, I made the comment that I was going to do an interview or I requested an interview with somebody with an organization and their legal division said no. They could not do an interview with me. And this was several years ago. And your response was what? They're going to be gone.
1: They're dying. They're dying.
0: Because why? Leadership needs to be transparent. And any organization needs their leadership to be able to speak to what their mission is, what they're doing, what their goals are.
1: And if you're not proud of what you're doing, then get, get out. done (laughs) it's like it's really that simple I mean if you're not proud of what you're doing if your passion isn't there if you're starting a business and I generally work with solopreneurs that are now you know they're starting out They're they're doing everything themselves that's who I generally coach and I work with and it's at that starting point it's just to get them starting to make money and and those people are all frustrated in the beginning because they're like I, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough. I don't know how to do it. And it it really comes down to just what your vision is. I know you you have a vision. You, you and you you sort of had a little vision, and then someone pushed you into making this big vision, right? Um, and and you got to have that vision. And no matter what that is, I mean, that's the starting point for some of this and for someone coming into business and if you don't have that vision and that vision is going to equal your passion and when you don't have either one of those you just need to go work for somebody else because you're not a leader and that's what take and you got to have a vision and you got to have a passion for that vision and that's a huge component of being a leader
0: when you go into an organization you need to know what their vision is and be able to buy into it because
1: if if they can't tell you what their vision is leave don't stay there for the interview Go.
0: (laughs) because you have to buy into it yeah if uh, uh, working in housing you know our little spiel was we provided safety sit and sanitary housing for low-income families and if I did not believe in that mission, I yes, I could have gone to work every day and gathered a paycheck, but it would have been so much harder. But since I believed in the mission and I wanted to support that mission, I was able to do it. So if you go in someplace and you don't support the vision or the mission or they can't share with you what it is, right? what it means, then it's gonna be hard to be a leader in there when nobody knows what you're doing
1: right there's just no there's no passion there you can't build a passion around having no vision right and if you, you know, have passion, and, and a vision is different. And I, I and we, get, I'm sure we're both on the same page on this. A vision is totally different than a mission statement. You remember when everybody had to buy, write a mission statement? That was like the big trendy thing. What in the 2000s or nine, I don't know where. But they all of a sudden everybody had to. Oh, you have to have a mission statement. And so everybody like hired all these lawyers together to get the right mission statement. And then people would read it and go, "What does that mean? I can't get that. I don't understand it." And a mission statement is it can be in alignment with your vision for their company but it's not it your vision is totally separate than that mission statement so i want to make sure that everybody's kind of clear on that too because that well, gets a little confusing
0: and if you go in and they have neither oh i mean leave. <laughs> I, I was i spoke at a conference recently and i said does anybody know what your purpose is because there's what's called a purpose instead of a mission and and I don't know how many were in the room, let's say close to a hundred and they're all just no. And I read it to them and I was like, okay, if you're going to make a change, change management needs to tie back to your purpose, right? Any changes you make need to, you know, build that up. And so organizations are going through lots of change now and, and they need the best of the best and the top of the top. And they need people who are going to train their staffs. Because your goal is not to have to do the work. I had a a boss one time who said, My goal every day when I walk in is to be able to drink coffee and read the paper. And I went, Are you kidding me? He goes, I haven't made it yet, but that's the goal. To have everybody trained so the job is getting done and I can come in and drink a cup of coffee and read the paper.
1: Read the paper.
0: Yeah, that should be the goal. Boy, that that's
1: somebody you want to follow. (laughs)
0: because you want everybody trained and trained up awesome wow any any last minute thoughts on (laughs) what it means to be a leader in this day and age and technology
1: oh Oh my gosh um here here's a great one i before we came on today i i was kind of scrolling through my my linkedin and this came up and this is gary v everybody knows gary v right Vaynerchuk. um He had on there, when you're a leader, you work for your employees, not the other way around. And that's the really essence of being a leader, running a business. If you have a business today, you are working for your employees. Because if you don't have a vision, you don't have a passion for your business, then they're not gonna have someone to follow and get their passion going and they're not gonna get to work on time they're not gonna they're not gonna have all that passion building up inside of them so that's what I'm gonna leave you with remember that when you're building your business your employees you're working for your employees and so have come to work every day and yes, I, I, and I'm not going to get into that whole thing about it's not work if you love it and all that stuff. If you come to work, if you show up at your place, whether it's virtual, where, wherever it is, come there with a passion and with your vision and then think big and just blow it out of the water. Do it. You can do it. Anybody can do it nowadays. It's all right at your fingertips.
0: I love it. Thank you, David. I so appreciate your time and uh for all our listeners thank you for listening and i look forward to connecting with you soon
1: thanks for having me
0: thank you thank you for joining today please hop on over to itunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family head over to com slash gift for a great free gift Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you. And may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.